It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Hey now. (laughs) What's good? How are you? Good. Every day. I get new emails from people that didn't know we weren't still with the other radio station. I know. I can't believe how that how often that happens. I'm glad when they find us, and then some people are still confused as to how they can find us. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasts are different, but to listen to us on our FM morning show that we have, if you're not in the area of Kitchener-Waterloo, Radio Player Canada app, it's free to download, grab that on your phone, and then you can get us and take us with you anywhere you go. Coming up on this podcast, we're going to talk about a number of things, uh, including... Oh, this is exciting. We'll talk about little Cade, the the kid who was trending around the world because it was his birthday and his dad sent out that neat little tweet. Uh, we'll talk about that. Missed Connections is coming up from this morning on our FM radio show. Hit that subscribe button while you're listening to the podcast right now. Hit subscribe and you will know about future episodes as soon as they come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to talk about Pornhub because we got a little look into how much porn people are using on Pornhub and it's fucking crazy. That is crazy. Cell phones are banned in Ontario classrooms as of today. It's funny, actually, because I read this story on the air this morning during What You Need to Know. Yes, we still do What You Need to Know on 91.5 The Beat. And I thought to myself, that's really bizarre that so many people are sending in negative text messages and replying on Facebook. Oh, this is a stupid ban. Oh, this sucks. I can't believe they would do that to the kids. Because the government did a public consultation and there were students and teachers and parents all part of this public consultation, 97% agreed cell phones should not be in the classroom except for special circumstances. And for those who don't know, the special circumstances are special uh, special ed needs, mm-hmm. health emergencies. There's some okay. kids, the technology is amazing. There's some kids who have got like uh, diabetes, for example. I was just going to say a reader, right? Yeah, and they can monitor their yeah. blood sugar levels through their phone. So yes, they are allowed to still have their cell phone in the classroom mm-hmm. or if the teacher decides to allow it. So the teacher might say, hey, you know what? Bring your cell phones to class uh, on Friday because on Friday we're going to be talking about something that you can watch on YouTube and you'll need to watch it so that we can discuss it afterwards. Yeah. Those are the circumstances when cell phones are allowed in the classroom. But generally speaking, now you can officially, because you weren't really allowed to before, but there wasn't a formal policy. Now you officially cannot bring your cell phone to class and sit there and text away with your friends. Some people raise concerns over, well, what if there is uh, a lockdown, uh, active shooter situation? God forbid, heaven forbid something like that happens. Yeah, that's scary to even think about. Listen, I was actually fortunate enough to witness a lockdown drill recently. And one of the things, this is going to blow you away if you're not in school, if you've never been through a lockdown drill that they do in schools from time to time, they um, they have you take cover and they want you to hide and they want you to be quiet. And throughout the entire process, not once do they say, now take 30 seconds to stop and text your parents. Not once in an active shooter drill do they say, okay, just wait right here for a second and fire off a quick text message and then go and hide under your desk and lock the door. You can see how parents would be a little upset about, well, what if something did happen? I'd love to hear from my daughter or my son to make sure everything's okay. Sure. I'm sure you would love to. Yeah. Uh, There might be situations where they also don't want, the police might not want kids texting externally from within the school. I don't want to get into the logistics of it. Sure. To me, though, that's not a compelling enough reason for kids to have their their phones in the classroom. The teacher will likely have their phone in the classroom. In fact, and I said this on the air this morning too, 
there is a bit of hypocrisy going on here because part of the reason cell phones are banned is not because they're not incredibly powerful tools. They are fantastic for research and so many other things. The problem here is that people abuse them. So instead of uh, using it to watch this YouTube video and then write a report or instead of using it to Google something, to look something up or to use the calculator, people are using the phone to film each other. They're Snapchatting, they're texting, and a whole bunch of other different things. Mm -hmm. The hypocrisy of it all is, so are the teachers. The teachers are using their phones too. I've got, uh, let's see here, I can name three teachers off the top of my head, friends of mine. If I text them right now, I guarantee you I'll get a reply before this podcast is over. They're on their phones too, and that's work for them. If they want to use their phone for research, prep, that sort of thing, Sure, by all means, go ahead. But they're texting too. They might be Snapchatting. They might be doing the whole, hey, honey, what should I pick up on the way home for dinner? That has nothing to do with work or with your job in the classroom. So there is some hypocrisy here, and I just wish that there'd be common sense on both sides. If everybody used the phone, it would be fine to have it. If everybody just used it for the intended purpose, Mm -hmm. everything would be fine. But people aren't doing sure, that. Sure, that's never going to be the case the entire the, the whole way through. Uh, sure, it's a little frustrating sure. that we have to, we're going to create a law. We're going to have a ban. Well, we probably didn't need to have a ban if no. there would just be common sense on both sides. Sure. That's the biggest concern A lot of the things there. they do, it's for the same reason they do a lot of other things. They're just to say that they've dealt with the situation. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Put a ban in place. It's this what we did it. Okay, well, now we can move on. One of the things that you can access on that phone is Twitter. And little Cade from Cornerbrook, Newfoundland was trending worldwide because Cade's dad sent out a tweet. He said, we celebrated Cade's 11th birthday and none of the invited friends showed up at his party. That sucks. You know, I've had birthday parties when I was younger where I might have invited uh, 12 people and only about six of them showed up. Even that sucked. I don't know how many people were invited to Cade's party, but none of them showed up. So his dad said, hey, do you think I can get a little love from my Twitter friends here? And I don't know if little Cade at 11 years old is on Twitter, but maybe dad's showing him all the tweets. But Mm -hmm. he tagged John Tavares and Mitch Marner. The Leafs. The Leafs replied. Marner replied. He's Tavares in a Leafs shirt for those that didn't see the actual photo. He's in a Leafs shirt in front of his Leafs birthday cake. And there's actually a really cool birthday cake. Yeah, it looks nice. Maple Leafs playing. He's obviously a big fan. Sure. So is dad. So the Leafs replied and and Trudeau, Justin Trudeau replied, the prime minister of Canada wished him a happy 11th birthday. Uh, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill replied. It was great. I mean, so much love for this kid. He's got to be happy if he's actually reading these replies. And the Leafs apparently have got a gift coming his way out to Cornerbrook. It should be there today if they have prime. So this is <laughs> if they have prime. Do the Leafs but, have prime? By the they way, must. they really are quick. We ordered something on Friday. It came on Saturday. Really? And it was, yeah, we didn't, yeah. Anyway. Oh, it's busy season at Amazon. That's the thing is I think they've got all hands on deck. That aside, we're not talking about that. So I have like an unpopular opinion on this whole, this whole thing. Because I wasn't so quick to retweet it and to tweet and reply. Because, and maybe I'm jaded from years of doing this and seeing all kinds of stories that weren't as they seemed. But to me, I was like, I kind of almost just want to take a step back, make sure this is legit, make sure. And, and again, it's not. I talked about this this morning and I wanted to be careful because I don't know this family, but that's why I don't know the situation. I don't know the backstory. I don't know this kid. Um, But it's just that for all we know, 
And yes, we want to hope that everybody is true and we want to have faith in humanity that everything that he's saying is right. But for all we know, dad is dressing the kid up saying, look sad, honey. Let's see if we can get some leaf tickets out of this. Let's say that nobody showed up to your party. Or maybe he invited two friends and one friend was sick and the other friend was busy and they knew that. I mean, we don't know the backstory. That's why I'm just never so quick on the trigger finger to retweet things or help people raise money for things. I usually like to do a little bit of research for myself, but it does surprise me how many people are just quick to it. And I hope that's the case. Again, I don't know this family. I don't know those people, but I hope that if it is the case and if the kid was really sad and his friends really weren't showing up or whatever then, you know, that's great. Hey, you, you you won. You went viral, and that's fantastic. But I think there's a lot of pe- bad people out there that do all these kind of things for the wrong reasons, make shit up, just to get retweet, to get free shit. Let me see if I'm understanding this correct. You're not calling bullshit, but you're a little skeptical, skeptical. to buy in right away. Correct. I lean towards, I'd really like to think that this is a true story. I'd really like to think that as sad as it was that nobody showed up at his birthday party, the happy ending here is that so many people recognized how deflating that can be Mm -hmm. and and tried to make his day better. Sure, it would be. Myself included. I did reply to it. And I don't know if little Cade gives a shit that Scott (laughs) Scott Fox in in Toronto or Kitchener, well, we're in Kitchener right now, sent him a birthday wish. But if it helped contribute to it, then that's great. I'd love to think that this is a perfectly... As it appears, legitimate story and that he's a happy kid now. We'll wait and see. Time will tell. Sure. Someone is going to look into this. Sure. Usually a newspaper reporter. Someone will do a little bit of backstory investigating and I guess we'll find out soon. Either way, assuming this is legit, I meant what I said last night when I tweeted you, Cade. I love your cake and I hope you have a happy birthday. And now you got to mention in the After 9 podcast too. Pornhub is out with some new numbers. They streamed, you tech guys, this might be one for you because I didn't know what this meant because I've never heard the term. Okay. Here's how much porno is streamed by Pornhub. Now we know. They streamed 4,403 petrabytes of porn in 2018. A petrabyte, for those who don't know, 1 million gigabytes. So one data expert broke it down. At 100 million users, which is what they have. Sure. That's 100 million users. Think about that one alone for a second, They have 100 guys. million 100 users. 100 million users. That's 34 gigabytes per person or roughly 50 minutes of porn per week. <laughs> That's great. Remember when for we... Them? Bu- Remember when you had to buy a DVD or a VHS if you wanted porn? Sure. Now, anytime, anywhere, on demand, whatever you fucking like. And it doesn't matter what kind of porn you're into. It's there. Because people can submit stuff too, right? I asked you this this morning because I knew you would know. (laughs) You can just like, I got an amateur video and I would like to submit it to Pornhub. I can do that? You can do that and you can monetize it. You can make money from it. Really? You make a small- No one fucking told me that. A small percentage, I know. Upload right now. (laughs) Okay, so people can make money off it. So that's why there's so much content. Right. But on average, and I'm sure not everybody's watching 50 minutes of porn a week. But that means maybe there's some people watching 30 and there's some people watching... Five hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking porn. Yeah. Like, calm down. They say society is getting desensitized because there's so much porn. Nothing is shocking anymore. And, and stuff that 
maybe back in the day would have been a real turn on. Maybe. We just talked about threesomes in a right. in a podcast not that long ago, the last one. Check out the last two podcasts if you haven't. If you watch enough threesome porn, if you ever end up in a scenario where you're in a threesome, it'll never meet the expectations that you had in your head because you've seen too many threesomes. It's not that hot right. because you've been desensitized to it and you probably fucking fast forwarded through part of it. Porn ruins a lot of things too because a lot of the time people watch it and they think that's what people want. But in all reality, that's not what makes them feel good. A lot of the time they're faking it. I know. I know it's shocking. Shocking. Like, oh, that feels good. Probably she's in, tr- in a lot of pain. Really? Maybe in some scenarios, yeah, one hundred percent. But you just there's a few sen- a few scenarios that I can imagine that you see a lot in porn that maybe people want to try because they've seen in porn that would probably be instant pain. Don't forget, just don't forget. A lot of the time when there's professionals doing it, they've fucking gone at it for a long time to the point where they probably can't even feel it anymore down there. Right. But a, a normal average day to day person would feel that and it would fucking hurt. Right. Whatever it is they're doing might hurt. So just step back a second and think, do I really want to replay what I saw in Pornhub? Maybe not. Maybe not. This is no nut November. Not nearly as popular as Movember, but there's a lot of people. That's right. Who do no nut November. Hey, that's a good thing to try. Can you go the whole month without cranking one out? Is that, yeah, explain it to people because you and our dear friend Angelo were the very first people to ever explain that. I'd never heard of it until last November. Yeah. No nut November is zero ejaculation for the month. That means no sex, no masturbating. Nothing. What, and then you just fucking make it rain on December 1st? December 1st? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. It, it's... Like a pop in a champagne bottle? <laughs> I get it. All right. What is the purpose? Just to see if you can do it? Just a challenge? It's like a challenge. challenge yourself? Yeah. Okay. It, it's tricky, and it also sort of resets your body a little bit, too. I mean, maybe you're just in a, pardon the expression, but a fucking routine. And after you do No Nut November... Things change. You go back to a different time in your body when maybe it w- you would last a little longer. Maybe you'd come a little faster. There's a whole bunch of different things okay. that could happen. Okay. Not to mention, it returns the sensation. There's also something to the porn aspect. If you're doing No Nut November, chances are you're, you're not, not going to watch a lot of porn. Oh, no, because you'll just blue balls yourself. Exactly. Unless you're going to rub one out, why would you? So, with that month off from porn you become a little bit more of a normal person okay. again. To each their own. Have you ever taken part? In No Nut November? Yeah, I know you've done the Movember. I did Movember. I, I, thank you so much for not... I didn't bring it up this year. Thank you for not no doing problem. that. We're new here, and I don't want to be that guy nope. walking around looking like Austin Matthews. No worries. So, no Movember for me this year. But I have done it in the past, and good luck to all the guys that are doing it. I've never done No Nut November, but I could see myself taking part. Do you know, have your friends done it before? Like, is this a popular thing amongst guys? I feel like this is a newer thing. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe I'm just a, a woman, so I've never heard of it. Right. One guy. Okay. One guy One I guy. know of that did No Nut November. Okay. He waited until December the 11th before he finally popped one off. Wow. Yeah. And it probably wasn't what he would have hoped for. Uh, was it a disappoint? Was it disappointing? And didn't it didn't last very long at all. He said it was quick. <laughs> yeah, yep. makes sense. Uh, there's some people who go months at a time celibate just 
because of the circumstance they find themselves in. Sure. If you're in a regular relationship, whether it be with a person or yourself, then maybe you're used to doing it every day. It might be more difficult for you to go a month. But for people who are just celibate and accept it, just have other things to do when they get home, they're tired, they don't want to fucking crank one out, that's fine. They just are used to doing No Nut November every month. Mm-hmm. That's different, though, when they do get laid, because that's like, imagine months of built up there. That's a tough one. You hurt yourself. You might hurt yourself. You might even be wondering, what is going on with my body? <laughs> Your body parts are going, what's happening? <laughs> I forgot about this. I don't know what to do. Interesting. Uh, we'll have another podcast coming out soon, everybody. Remember, hit that subscribe button. And now we bring you an encore presentation from our FM radio show this morning on 91.5, the beat of Missed Connections. And fun fact, Scott plays the piano all the way through. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We're going to tell you stories of people looking for other people and they can't find them. So they posted the story online, hoping the other person would see it and contact them. This one's called Chivalry is Dead. Man for Woman. I don't get women. You were waiting for the ion Wednesday afternoon, as was I. We found out that the wait would be long, and it was delayed. So I noticed you just starting to walk. Not sure where you were headed, I decided to walk too. I noticed as you were walking, you had a scar on your left calf. Also noticed your pretty strands of red that glistened in your hair. I wish I could have smelled it. You kept glancing back at me, and I gave you a quick three-finger wave. I wish I would have said something to you, but you just kept speed-walking faster and faster until you were off like Usain Bolt clutching your phone. I was just trying to be friendly. Yelling stay back was not necessary, sweetie. I'd never hurt you. I, uh... Let's not chase people down. <laughs> that's that's a freaky maneuver for a, a lot creepy. of people. A little creepy when what is, you do that. What is a three-finger wave? I gave you a three-finger wave. I think. Okay, so it's either this guy right here, the, <laughs> or it's one of these guys right here. What is that? Or, no, I can't even. Oh, Are like one of those? That? Are we do, oh, oh, if you do it with the backhand, like, oh. Hey. 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 Is that an endearing thing? No, it looks weird. It does look weird. Thank you. Hey. Oh, one of those. Oh, a little hole there. Right. Okay. Got oh, it. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's what you're doing there. Oh, that's really creepy, dude. Thank you. I saw the red in your hair and I wished I could smell it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, again, don't oh, walk oh, up oh. to a stranger and just. No, we can't mm. do those things. That's not what you can. That's not that's, something to do. No, 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 no. Hey, that's rare, though, that the ion is late. Let's take that into account as well. Usually it runs right on time. (laughs) (laughs) What an odd thing to happen. (laughs) You ever been waiting for a train or a bus and thought, forget it, I'll just walk? (laughs) Sometimes, yes. (laughs) Sometimes I've almost done it, even when I knew it would be a long walk or screw it, I'll call an Uber. (laughs) Forget it. 
Don't need ya. He considers that chivalry. She yeah. considered that a near miss on an assault. Oh, man. <laughs> we all need mace sometimes. This one is called The Lady on King Street. This is a man looking for a woman. I use the term woman very loosely. You were peeing into your hands on King Street when I first saw you. Whoa! I didn't get it at first, much like the dozens of people who were nearby. Feeling sick to their stomach, I also judged you. The second time I saw you, you explained your medical condition, and I realized how quick we all were to decide who you were and why you did what you did. I saw you again last week, but you were a couple blocks down. I think you know who I am and what coffee shop I frequent to get on the free Wi-Fi. So come join me next time. I'll buy you a coffee. She's piss fingers. It's <laughs> <laughs> an endearing nickname. What, what medical condition? I requires you to pee into your hands, you yeah, ask? Oh, yeah. great question. Here's the thing. I so allergic to toilet water. And if there's even a hint of a splash, it could be toxic. So I pee into my hands. <laughs> ah, I'm very susceptible to jellyfish stings. See? So I pee into my hands just in case I randomly on King Street get stung by a jellyfish. You never know what could be crawling along King Street. Maybe a jellyfish could come by. I'm taking precautionary measures, sir. Don't judge me. You might want to start squatting, too. I've got this weird thing where my my elbows don't bend, so when I squat, my hands just drip right into the pee stream, and that, yeah. What other medical condition could it be? I don't, they, they, like, I mean, in most cases, you might decide to use an adult diaper, if that's the case. You might. The ones that I'm, consi- that I'm thinking about, I don't think that it requires... A, yeah. pee, a pee into the hand. You can just let it go. You don't need to catch it, preserve it for later, or whatever else may be on your mind as a strategy. You can just let it go. Let it flow right down into the sewer. <laughs> Come join me for some coffee. We can pee it out later on the street. Right. You never buy a coffee. You just rent it. <laughs> as your hands will soon find out. <laughs> And he's turned on by this? He wants to hang with this girl? What happens if he brings her back to his place? I've got a bathroom. He's got to get a new rug is what he's got to do. I have a bathroom, but don't worry about it. (laughs) You're free to go wherever you want. You use those hands, dear. (laughs) All the antibacterial soap you can handle. You know, I thought I've seen it all on King Street. I thought I've seen it all. Isn't that nuts? Miss that one. (laughs) That's amazing.